cat's out of the bag. I was freaking out the entire way to the hardware store, and Sarah could tell something was wrong. As soon as we were in her office, she cornered me. What's wrong? She started tearing up. She held my arm and looked into my eyes. I'm moving too fast, aren't I? I was drunk last night, but I meant every word I said. Did you? Yes. She still seemed worried. I missed you so much, and this all seems too good to be true. You're leaving, aren't you? She pulled away, but I pulled her back. I will never leave you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you if you'll let me. I want to grow old with you and see what Harper becomes. If we have grandchildren, you can teach me how to change a diaper. I'd wanted to tell her this from the minute I saw her, and I'm glad I got to say it to her because everything could end at any moment. Neither of our cell phones had signals. Everything was out, even the traffic lights were out. Sarah was smiling again and started to undo my pants when I stopped her. But we won't be able to, Sarah. We're all going to die soon. Aliens are about to blow the earth in two. That's what all this is about. What I'm about to tell you sounds crazy as shit, but I'm not crazy. What? She was looking at me, speechless and confused. I had turned into a lunatic that spoke of aliens. Where do I start? A jerk from my neighborhood was murdered when he stumbled onto this. CIA agents found out he told me about it before they killed him, so they came for me next. They killed my wife and her lover, but kidnapped me, although I escaped. I made it back to Atlanta, said goodbye to my family, and drove up here to see you one last time before the world ends. I felt like my romantic intention to see you one last time would have received a warmer reception had I not led this whole thing with aliens. Where do the aliens fit in? I read a top-secret file that explained it. These orbs came down from the sky and buried themselves in the earth. They became huge electromagnetic columns that are growing and growing. They took GPS measurements of each column's location and they're perfectly aligned to split the earth in half when detonated. They say the columns are from aliens. Parker, slow down. Look at me and tell me you aren't sick. I'm not. I'm not sure I can prove it, but I can try. I have a backpack full of their cash, and you can look online to see that my wife and her lover are dead from a murder-suicide. And I'll bet you that Brock Martin, the douchebag who told me about it, is reported missing, too. He's in the trunk of their car. Wait a minute. I dropped my pants to show her the huge bruise and the hole left by the huge hypodermic needle Dusty had jammed into my thigh. Ouch, does that hurt? Tremendously. He gave me a charley horse to punish me. I pointed to the smaller bruise. This is where he injected me with the hangover serum to knock me out while we traveled. I pulled my wallet out and handed her a receipt from In-N-Out Burger. They took me to California. I'd go back tomorrow for more of those burgers if you wanted. This is crazy, Parker. Let's go through this and fill in some details. Have you seen an alien personally? No. I loved how smart Sarah was. That was a great first question to check if I was nuts. Why did the CIA agent want to kill you? Because the jerk from my neighborhood told me about the columns. They didn't want the news to get out and the world to go into a panic. So he killed the jerk kidnapped you and killed your wife and her lover thinking you told her the secret. Well, 
the agent's 400-pound girlfriend killed Margot and her lover. She planted a note to make it look like a murder-suicide. 400 pounds? That's my guess. It might have been more. It's misleading, though. She was an athlete. Why did they kidnap you? Why didn't they just kill you? I gave a speech at Chewy's school on the last day, and he was there waiting to kill me, but he liked my speech so much, so he didn't want to kill me. It must have been a good speech. I thought so. Instead, he and his girlfriend drugged me and took me to this clifftop house in Southern California. The jerk that told you, how did he find out about the columns? He was an insurance guy, working out an insurance claim with a farmer in Iowa. The farm was fenced off, but he stumbled across the farmer's son, who told him about the orb coming out of the sky and turning into one of the columns of metal. I didn't believe a single thing the jerk guy had told me either. It seemed too incredible to believe. And I thought he was crazy just like you think I'm crazy right now. I don't think I really let myself believe it until I read the top secret file. That's when I knew this was real. I wish I would have grabbed that file. Bo wouldn't believe me at first either. You just have to trust me. His name was Dusty? He went by Dusty. His real name was Dennis with one N but he'd flip out if you'd call him that. That's why I have my super bruise, I pointed to my thigh. He was about five feet tall, really muscular, incredibly quick, and as strong as anyone I've ever met. At first, I honestly thought he might be an alien, but he wasn't. Now Peaches, his girlfriend, she was something else. She was at least six and a half feet tall, impossibly athletic like a sumo wrestler, and like I said, probably one biscuit shy of 400 pounds. Peaches, Sarah asked. Dusty and Peaches. Ugliest sex on the planet. Where are they now? Um, without sounding like a smartass, the Pacific Ocean. You killed them. No, I mean, I guess technically I was responsible for their deaths. I would have liked not to, but it was either them or me. How do you technically kill someone? They were both doing yoga at the edge of the cliff, and I pushed Dusty off. Then I threw a bag of donuts just out of Peach's reach, and she lost her balance trying to grab them. I think she jumped to go after them after she lost her balance, but I can't be sure. Either way, it was a genius move on my part, so technically I didn't kill her, just wasted a bag of donuts. Pushing somebody off a cliff sounds like regular killing as opposed to technically killing. Fair point. But when I pushed Dusty off the cliff, he only broke his arm. As he was climbing back up to kill me, he said something gross, and I threw up orange juice all over him in the rocks he was holding onto. He lost his grip and took a pretty gnarly line down 300 feet of rocky cliff. Look at me and tell me you're not crazy. You can't make this up. I'm not crazy. Just sad. I can't believe I found you in Harper and now it's going to be over. Parker, sweetie, I love you so much. You're so sweet, but you are no optimist. Excuse me? Did she not hear anything I just said? This wasn't some bad movie. This was real. Those columns were sent by a peaceful race. They're probably here to help us. I believe it with all my heart. You shouldn't assume they're here to kill us. What? Don't panic, Spaz. Let's go through this, because I've thought about something very similar to this. What? Our first contact with aliens. 
I heard a joke about aliens showing up and thinking dogs were in charge because we walked behind them picking up their poop, and it got me thinking. Please. I was upset she wasn't taking me seriously. Sarah had, on many occasions, ah, please. I was upset she wasn't taking me seriously. Sarah had, on many occasions, corrected errant thinking on my part. She was smarter than me. I had no problem admitting that. But there was no correcting this. Just hear me out, she said. We have telescopes that can see millions of light years away. That means it would take you millions of years, if you could travel at the speed of light, to get to the limits of where we can see. Could you get through this without patronizing me, please? She smiled. Sorry. Anyway, we haven't seen any evidence of life within our view, right? I nodded. For an alien race to have that kind of technology to travel that great distance in a reasonable amount of time, meaning before they die if they're organic life forms, they'd have to have been around for an incredibly long time, right? I mean, we've been around for a long time and look at how advanced we aren't. We've got a long way to go before we'll even be close to traveling at the speed of light, and who knows, we may blow ourselves up beforehand, because I'm not convinced we're a peaceful race just yet. You've got a point. One thing I know for sure, if our government is in charge, we're screwed. There you go. That proves my point. Only a peaceful race can survive that long to invent the kind of technology of delivery and precision you've just described. In just our short lifetimes, we've both seen proof humans tend to blow each other up. You think the columns are from a peaceful alien race, so they're not here to blow us up. Bingo, she said and gave me a kiss. I felt the weight of the world lifted from my shoulders, only to fall right back down all over me. What if they're just making the earth into a farm? What if they're going to breed us like cattle and then eat us? She smiled at me. Remember what I said about being a pessimist? Would you drive to Tokyo to eat a steak dinner? If I loved Tokyo steak and we were out of it. If they can do what you say, they can probably think of an easier way to get a Tokyo steak. She was right. Why in the world would I just automatically assume people I don't even know want to kill me? I felt like a government. I felt like a million bucks, actually. I wasn't sure it was because Sarah had lifted the weight of the world off my shoulders or because she was rubbing my crotch. Sarah, if you don't mind, the only thing I'd rather do is to go see my daughter and your gay husband make the pom-pom squad. She kept rubbing. Who was I kidding? I definitely had time for seven pumps, a quiver, and an apology. Did you say you kept your inventory around here? As Sarah started laughing, the lights in the hardware store came back on. I checked Landon's Hello Kitty phone. It had a signal again. We looked at each other and smiled. Her smile was more satisfied than mine. She was probably right. The relief was intoxicating. I felt a limberness I never thought my body could know. We'll see what becomes of your metal space columns, but let's not waste time worrying about it. We've wasted too much already. We'll get to the high school, but first I'd like to show you the inventory. She winked, patted me on the butt, and turned to leave the office. I was following her out, excited to see Sarah's inventory when I ran into her. She had stopped cold. I laughed and was about to apologize, but I couldn't believe what was happening on the sidewalk in front of the store. I smiled. Holy shit. 